0: Shh, it's starting.
1: There are kids in this world who are different, special.
0: I think it's a hoverboard.
1: They look like us and they act like us, but they are not us.
0: Your Mother nature. Who wants a selfie with the Grim Reaper? There's a girl flying in the water.
2: Find the treasure. She belongs to the world.
0: It's a broken locket, exactly like mine. Shows. Mars Imagination Amplified.
3: Hey, Big Fib listeners. It is summer vacation here at the Big Fib, so for the next few weeks, we will be re-airing some of our favorite summer-themed episodes like ice cream, camp, and roller coasters. We hope you have a great summer break, and we'll be back with new episodes starting in August. Two people claim to know
1: everything about something. But only one knows anything. (laughs) President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to
3: say. Hands on fire. One's a liar. The other.
1: This is Pants on Fire. And now, here's your host, Deborah Goldstein.
3: Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the logical solution of truth and the cryptic illusion of lies. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot Lisa, which stands for Live in Studio Audience. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking of a sound right now. Can you guess what it is?
3: Uh, is it the sound of silence or the sound of a tree falling in a forest, but no one is there to hear it? No. Oh, I give up.
1: It's the sound of a frog trying to whistle while eating peanut butter.
3: Huh, what does that sound like? Like this. Interesting. And uh, what is the sound of a robot telling us how our game works? Kind of the same. Oh really? Oh
1: no, wait, no, 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 I know what you're saying. Uh, okay, <laughs> it sounds like this. Every week we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert, the other is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who. Because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. Liar liar. Hands on fire. What are we lying about today, Deborah?
3: We are lying about puzzles games or toys in which you have to fit pieces together or a problem or question you have to answer by using skill or knowledge. Lisa, I'd imagine that you're very good at solving puzzles.
1: I have never met a puzzle I could not solve, and all the world is a puzzle.
3: Oh, how is all the world a puzzle?
1: Like my refrigerator, it's like a giant Tetris game where you have to stack all the food together so that it all fits like
3: Tetris tiles. Wow, your refrigerator must be very organized.
1: It is. uh, Just don't look too closely at the eggs. Uh, I guess I learned the hard way that just because the watermelon fits on top of the eggs, you shouldn't actually place the watermelon on top of the eggs.
3: Noted. Uh, would you mind also noting who our contestant is today?
1: Oh, yeah, I see her.
3: <laughs> and who is she? Oh,
1: right, 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 sorry. Our human child contestant is an 8-year-old who loves to dance and has a dog named Mitzi, Sadie
3: Pelts! Hi, Sadie. Welcome to Pants on Fire. Hi. How are you today?
0: Good. I'm glad to hear it. So you like to dance. What kind of dance do you do? Um, I do tap, musical theater, and hip-hop. What's your favorite? Tap. Tap. Cool.
3: I love watching tap. And you have a dog, is that correct? Yes. And your dog's name is Mitzi. Tell us about Mitzi. Um, She is a couch potato dog. <laughs> is that a special breed? No. No? What does it mean? She's very lazy and likes to sleep.
1: That sounds awesome.
3: Yeah. Are you also a couch potato dog, Lisa?
1: I think I might be, yeah. I think
3: Lisa might be one of those <laughs> as well.
1: We finally figured out my breed. <laughs>
3: Excellent. Well, we want to know some more facts about you, Sadie, but we're going to do it Pants on Fire style, which means we want you to tell us two truths and a lie, and we are going to figure out which one of those facts is actually a lie. All right, so you have your three facts, Sadie?
0: Yes. What are they? One, my favorite food is pickles. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm great at gaga. And three, I love to go out for sushi. Okay, first you have to tell me what gaga is. Gaga is a game where you're in a pit and there's a ball and you have to try to hit the ball around and touch people's ankles to try to get them out.
3: Okay,
0: I don't know. What do you think, Lisa?
3: Okay,
1: let's see. Well, I think everyone loves sushi because they give you that really green, spicy thing and that's delicious. And I think that she's probably really good at Gaga. So I think she doesn't like pickles. Nice try. Get that out of here.
3: Interesting. All right, Sadie, which one of those facts is a lie? I love to go out for sushi. Oh, I was wrong. I love pickles. You love pickles. Pickles are awesome.
1: I love pickles too, and I was just joking. I think she doesn't like sushi.
3: No, too late. Ah. <laughs> pizza, 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 pizza. Okay, our first expert is John Chinesky. Please introduce
4: yourself to Sadie. Hi, Sadie. I'm John Chinesky, and I am a professional puzzle maker. But, you know, most people think that means jigsaw puzzles, but I also construct crosswords, trivia quizzes, and other games for television and radio.
3: Okay. Let's meet our second
2: expert, Anne Soderberg. Anne, please introduce yourself to Sadie. Hey, Sadie. I'm Anne, and I'm a game designer for Escape the Room, which is a company based around escape rooms all through the United States, but we're mainly based out of New York City. Interesting.
1: Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. <laughs> Drop it like
3: it's hot. Tell us about the combination of sounds you're sharing, Lisa.
1: Oh, I'm just scratching myself. I have a rash.
3: Ew. No, that is not what's happening. Oh, the other sound? Yes, please. Oh, that music means it's hot seat time. That is correct. That is when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Sadie's questions. Lisa. Who should we put on the hot seat first?
1: I'm going to say Anne. Okay. Because I really love that musical.
3: This musical called Anne?
1: Yeah, it's about a little orphan. Okay. and as she has a dog and she goes and lives with, like, this rich man.
3: Okay, not quite the same name, but we'll go with it anyway. All well, right, Sadie. Yeah. okay. Do you have a
0: question for Anne? Can you tell me a little more about what your job is?
2: Sure. Yeah. So like I said, I'm a game designer for Escape the Room. And basically, I design escape rooms. And they were originally created to be designed to test people's teamwork capabilities. But um, what I really love about them is that they have so many other things that they help you do, like they increase people's reaction times and motor functions. And they even increase your lifespan expectancy, if you can believe that.
1: If you get out of the room.
2: Right, exactly. And that's the thing, that they teach you to be calmer when you are ever in a situation like that. So, you know, if you do more escape rooms, you actually might live longer. And I just think they're really fun. Uh, We do everything from alien invasions to getting out of jail and even uh, bank robberies.
1: You could do one where, like, there's a lady who does a podcast and she won't ever let you leave.
2: Uh,
1: And you're a robot.
3: Okay. That would be uh, (laughs) fiction. But sure, that's
0: an interesting.
3: I think theme. it would be very
4: popular. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> John, why did you become a puzzle maker?
4: I couldn't help it. You know, when I was growing up, uh, my parents liked to do crosswords. Sometimes we'd do jigsaws, and I came across this magazine called Games Magazine, and it was full of great, wonderful puzzles. They were brand new. There were all sorts of different varieties of puzzles and i just wanted to be in that magazine so i created something and i sent it in and then i started gradually sending them things year after year and uh, i also got to meet all the wonderful people who are in the games industry they're they're smart people so that means usually that they are very kind because they're smart enough to be kind to each other and they're interesting and they're different And so uh, that's why I do puzzles. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun to do. You know, they say if you find something you like to do, you'll never work a day in your life. And Mm. I found something that I really like to do so it doesn't feel like work.
0: Nice. Anne, what is the hardest thing that ever happened to you at work?
2: Ooh, what a good question. So as I said, we have many different storylines and themes. And we were working on one. It's called Grandpa Jack's Attic. And we're trying to make the kids, who is the family that was participating in this, get to the solution basically which is finding grandpa jack's will and one of the traps didn't open and so these people were trying and doing their best and they were being really successful but because you know the jig didn't work it was really it was a tough thing and so we had to help them and then basically give them a receipt to do it again another time like a coupon to come back so so they're not still in the room they're not (laughs) still in the room we let them out but it is really disappointing because you work so hard to create these designs that does sound very difficult yeah (laughs)
0: Anne, what do you do on an average Wednesday?
2: Ooh, such a good question. So on an average Wednesday, I go into work and I just start pulling ideas from anything that's Recent in the news or anything that I come across, and I create ideas or ways of which to design a new escape room. I know you said you liked to dance. So mm-hmm. did you know the jigsaw puzzle was actually based on the dance, the jig? <laughs> so it's finding out information like that that really I try to use in my escape rooms that just because it's all good, fun, um,
0: this is for both of you. Mm-hmm. What is the most popular puzzle magazine?
2: That is tough because, you know,
4: there's not a lot of really good puzzle magazines out there right now. Uh, Games Magazine for a long time was very popular, like I mentioned, but now they've become this uh, other magazine called Games World of Puzzles, and it's full of a lot more newsprint and crosswords and a, a lot less uh, contests and sort of interesting, weird mysteries and things like that.
2: See, I was going to say for me, because I'm think? not doing just— uh, regular everyday puzzles like the crossword or something yeah. like that, there was one created just for escape rooms, and <laughs> it's actually called Maze Rooms. So it's a maze room magazine, and it gives you highlights of escape rooms going on around the world. Oh, I that's mean, pretty cool. Listen, escape rooms are becoming so popular. They are multiplying exponentially, um, you know, from 2000 when they cre- were cr- first created, they We're maybe about like 400 escape rooms across the world, and now there's well over 2,500. So,
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Isn't there like a natural predator or something for escape rooms? My goodness, they're taking over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My favorite puzzle magazine is called Answers Monthly, (laughs) and it's just
0: answers. (laughs) This is for both of you. Can Mm -hmm. you tell me your favorite puzzle that you created and how you solve it?
2: Mine has got to be, because zombies are so popular these days, that uh, I created a zombie land within a hospital. Oh, that's really And so the entire point was that whoever entered the room obviously had to work through a number of cases to figure out who was a zombie, who wasn't a zombie, and really work their way through the hospital in order to escape without getting bit. And so we had um, needles, like needles that you put in, but they were fake, obviously. They're rubber needles. (laughs) And they were all antidotes. And so to open the next box and find the key to it, you had to figure out the color code that was on each needle, put it in order, and then that unlocked the next box to give you the next clue and, you know, make your way through the escape room. It was really awesome.
0: That sounds cool. And for John, right?
4: For me, yeah. Yeah. Coincidentally, my most recent favorite puzzle that I ever created was an escape room. I attend this uh, trivia tournament in Las Vegas every year. My company sort of produces it. It's called the Trivia Championships of North America. And... Somebody said, well, why don't we have some, you know, a whole variety of different things for people to do? And I said, you know what, I'm going to make an escape room. I had never actually experienced an escape. I've never escaped one, but I thought I could put one together because I know enough about puzzles. And we did this in a hotel, and I needed to make it – I had a lot of constraints. See, what's, what's interesting is creating puzzles – is a puzzle. You've got all these different things you have to try to work out and figure out and solve. It's a puzzle in and of itself. So, Since it was, this was for a, a trivia tournament, I made a trivia-based escape room where the room was supposedly the room of a crazy trivia person who left little trivia questions all around the room. There was a trivia question hidden on the shower curtain. There was one hidden in the ice bucket. There was one that you had to figure out that you had to find the uh, batteries to the TV remote, put them in the TV remote, and turn the TV onto a certain channel and if you put it on that channel it would just be snow but there was a curtain in front of the TV and the light would shine through certain holes and make a trivia question. Oh,
0: that's pretty so, cool.
4: Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it went over pretty well with the trivia people because you had to know trivia and some of the answers to the trivia in case you didn't know it were hidden in the room like I had an almanac in the in the bedstand, and I had a, a record lying around people could look up answers there. So uh, yeah, that was my most recent favorite puzzle that I created. Nice. Thank you.
1: I think I stayed in that hotel room the next day. (laughs) I didn't understand.
4: Now I get it.
0: Do you think you could create a puzzle that a robot cannot solve?
4: What this makes me think of is Dr. Phil. Now, it's not what you think it is. Um, Crosswords, when you uh, create a crossword, the words, the letters that are in the boxes, those are called the fill, right? Now, a couple of years ago, a man by the name of, what is his name? Uh, Matt Ginsberg. Yeah, Matt Ginsberg created a computer program called Dr. Fill, and he takes it to the American Crossword Puzzle Tournament every year where hundreds of people are solving the same seven puzzles in a timed format. And he has his crossword program, Dr. Phil, attempt to solve the puzzles faster than the humans. Now, Dr. Phil is getting stronger and stronger because it's learning how to solve crosswords. But almost always, there's some sort of strange wordplay or trick that always kind of messes with the uh, computer's brain and the computer ends up just completely flubbing the whole thing. So, yeah, there is a, 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 a lot of ways in which uh, computers are great. They are pretty uh-huh. great. But there are also ways in which they are just not like humans, and humans can think <laughs> a little more flexibly. Yeah, uh, smarter, basically, I, yeah. so just, to speak. I wouldn't go Okay, here.
1: but before we go down this road of slander, uh-huh. <laughs> I just want to say that Dr. Phil, mm-hmm. who is a friend of mine, <laughs> uh, I knew he's it. not representative of some of the rest of us who are maybe better at puzzles. <laughs> and uh, he tries, okay? okay? But That's his okay.
4: job, to do puzzles, uh, though. Y- you know
1: what? <laughs> uh, not <laughs> oh. to disagree. He was originally designed to scoop ice cream. All right. That's,
4: <laughs> yeah. that's what Dr. Phil means. Yeah. Got it.
3: Mm, filling cones. All right. Well, I guess you'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Hi. I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters.
3: Uh, isn't it annoying when... Deborah, what, Lisa?
1: Is there a way to listen to GZM podcasts uninterrupted? Uh,
3: why, yes, there is. Skip the interruptions, go ad-free. Download the GZM Shows app, available in the App Store or Google Play for iOS and Android, and you... Thank you! Sure,
1: I... I hate being interrupted.
3: Me too. It's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Experts, the key to this round is not to puzzle over each question. Sadie, let's start with Anne. You can ask your Shorts on Fire questions
0: now. Go. In what country was the escape room invented? I believe it was Japan. What has an eye but can't see? Ooh, A needle? What do you call a special jigsaw puzzle piece that's shaped differently from all the others? Pass. How did the Alexander the Great untie the Gordian knot? I have no idea. Pass. Have you ever gotten stuck in one of your own escape rooms?
2: No. Come close, though. When is a door not a door? Ooh, when it's a jar. Oh, time's up. <laughs> I've heard that one before. <laughs> oh, too bad. All right.
3: Um, okay, Lisa, can you please reset the timer?
1: Anything for you, me love.
3: Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, no, right. I'm on
1: another call, sorry. What?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Man. Oh,
1: Deborah, you need me to do something?
3: Would you mind resetting the oh, timer? Yeah. yeah, sure, fine. Whatever. Thanks so much. Okay, Sadie, you're gonna ask your shorts on fire questions to
0: John now. What is the hardest puzzle in the world?
4: Uh the hardest puzzle in the world? Oh, uh, It would have to be the human heart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was Ken Ken named after someone called Ken?
4: (laughs) No, it's based on the Japanese word for smart.
0: What is the record for solving a Rubik's Cube?
4: Uh, there's a boy in Australia, I think his name is Felix, and I think his record is 4.22 seconds.
0: What word is always pronounced wrong?
4: Oh, well, the word wrong is always pronounced wrong, I'm pretty sure.
0: What is a word or name that spells a different word or name backwards?
4: Well, as you know, a word that is the same forward and backwards is called a palindrome. Well, somebody came up with an idea that if a word that makes another word backwards should be called a semordnilap, which is the word palindrome backwards
3: time that is time time
1: whoa man i learned so much stuff or was lied to a lot
3: (laughs) (laughs) we just don't know it's decision time now our contestant sadie must solve this puzzle sadie who do you think is our liar liar pants on fire Anne. Why do you think Anne is our liar? She kept going skip, pass, pass. Too many passes, I see. Okay, well, we're going to find out. Will the actual puzzle expert please tell us who you are?
4: Sadie, it's me, John Chineski. You did it! That is true, you did
3: it! If that is correct, John Chinesky is our puzzle expert. He is the content director for Quizzing North America and hosts live game shows twice a week for Trivia NYC. He's a puzzle guy on the radio show Away With Words and has been creating all sorts of puzzles and games for over 40 years. Well done, Sadie. That was fantastic. It's time to do some fact checking. John, were there facts that Anne shared for which she deserves some crosswords?
4: Oh, sure. I see what you (laughs) mean. mean by that yeah <laughs> well the one thing that really stands out right away is she said that the jigsaw puzzle is based on the dance the jig uh that's not exactly true i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it's, it has to do with the actual jigsaw which is actually used to, to cut wood into little pieces yeah
2: well done john right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay so Anne, what facts did you share that truly boggle the mind
2: um. I also lied about the magazine. There is no such mm-hmm. magazine that I know mm-hmm. of yeah, in maze sounded, room. That sounded oh. fishy, sure. Yeah, that
3: didn't sound that real. I better cancel my subscription then. That <laughs> sounded cool, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it cool. thank you. I tried. Very good. And let's see. Just a few short questions to review. So, a special jigsaw puzzle shaped differently from the others is called a whimsy piece.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That got me. Yeah. I was going to say cornerstone. That knew- still um, would have been wrong. I knew
4: I was gonna that.
1: Say- I was
2: going to say Odd
4: Frankie. (laughs) Odd Frankie.
2: And
3: Alexander the Great, he untied the Gordian Knot. How? Do you know, John?
4: Yeah, he cut it with a sword. Oh,
3: that feels like cheating. A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cheaters never prosper. We know this.
1: Yeah, he's dead
3: now. (laughs) See what happened? (laughs) Well, that is all the time we have today. Thank you so much to our amazing contestants, Sadie. Thank you to our expert and liar, John and Anne, and to our legend of a robot, Lisa. And, of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into Pants on Fire, where facts are no trivial matter.
1: Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit BestRobotEver.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa and find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at Pants on Cast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And there's one thing John said which was true. The greatest puzzle is the human heart. <laughs> <laughs> I take one apart every night. Oh, <laughs> no! Thanks for listening, and don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at W www. To be the first to hear about new shows, merch, and so much more.
0: Shh, it's starting. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified.
2: it's me, Jess. Are you on our newsletter list? No? Then how else will you learn all the insider news on the new season of Six Minutes? If you don't get the newsletter, you must have missed the live show that the Big Fit had up in Boston recently. Don't miss another thing. Sign up for a GZM newsletter now. Go to gcmshowscom slash newsletter to sign up now. That's gzmshows.com slash newsletter.
3: Hi, I'm Ava Demary, and I play Brinley Pasternak on Six Minutes. We'll be back with more Six Minutes soon. In the meantime, binge season one, two, and three and listen to Remy's Life Interrupted and GZM Rewind so you're ready.